What makes someone bold and brilliant? How do we each connect with our unique spark? What are the trials that we're willing to go through to pursue what's really important to us? My name is Hannah Anam, and I'm the co-organizer for TEDx Centennial Park Women. Our mission is to make Atlanta a city where women thrive. At our recent TEDx event, we got the opportunity to ask changemakers, innovators, and really anyone with a great story to share it. Welcome to this story. Humera Savaja. Awesome. And what brings you to the TEDx Centennial Park Women's Conference? Well, um, actually, a friend just called me that, hey, would you be interested yesterday, 5 o'clock? Awesome. And I said, let me figure out my payroll and I'll be game. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. So, so what made you say yes? I have. I was introduced to TED Talks. I have listened to them many, many times. I actually have a few that I've li listened to multiple times. Um, kind of moved away from it. You know, life just, you know, kind of forgot about it. So when I heard TEDx, hmm, that would be a great opportunity just to go and be in person. Could you tell me a story about a time where you overcame some of your fears? Uh, it's been a journey, and I think every, I've found myself that it's, uh, um, every phase has been like that. Well, but recently, actually, I did something uh, that was very out of uh, my comfort zone. Um, and um, so I went for a bikini competition. I trained starting last October till this November, two hours a day, six days a week and uh, waking up four o'clock in the morning for training and then working all day. What does training look like for something um, like that? So training is, uh, you know, weightlifting. So it, when you say bikini competition, you think women in two pieces, but it's actually a lot more. The judges are looking at your muscular definition as well, and they're looking at glute to hamstring connection. So it has to be looking a certain way. I thought I had glutes, but apparently I didn't. So we worked on it. And it has been a journey. It has not only um, changed me physically, but it also changed, it, it, it really is mind and body and soul connection. I had it, every aspect of my life changed. However, the hardest part that I found that I was dreading was I'm a Muslim, so wearing a bikini being on a stage in a spotlight um, was the hurdle. And it made me fearful. And of course, you have to walk a certain way and show assets, I guess. Um, but I knew that's exactly the reason I have to do this. And I did it. And I was shaking in my tiny bikini. And, um, but I went through it. And I think that, uh, you know, I will be continuing on that journey because it continues to make me, if I'm uncomfortable, I don't like it. I want to get over that uncomfortableness and get, get to that other side. And that's the reason I think that I kind of, what Gabriella was saying, kind of resonated uh, that journey. I mean, th that is incredible because, you know, like jokes aside, it is it, it must have been terrifying to be up there and really, you know, oh, trying. I couldn't control my body. My body had its own mind. And I'm telling myself that I worked hard and I know what I'm doing, but it was not under my control. I could feel my legs shaking hard. 
I went through my routine. I finished it. And I and if I was doing something wrong, I'm like, dang it, we worked on it, and I'm still doing it wrong. But, you know, as I said, it had its own mind. And, you know, I still placed third. In, um, so, you know, hey, I got there. Yeah, thank you. Um, but then now I'm going for the first. And so that's a pretty bold and, and for me it was story. absolutely absolutely for me it was and for so definitely it was but i will add one more to it the next um thing was should i put it on the facebook <laughs> yeah. because i have a lot of muslim men and muslim women on my facebook as well and i really had to think that one through and i told myself that i'm an athlete bikini is the costume of my what I do of my sport and really kind of breaking it down why I need to do this and um, I did it I blocked a few people first just some trollers um, about 64 and <laughs> <laughs> and then I put it on it and I have I continued for women and they continue to walk up to me and actually one said something today that what a great step and how um, incredible. And that kind of reminds me for the people who don't talk to me, to the people who are walking up and especially the women who walk up, that that's exactly the reason I did what I did. So. And, and do you have any advice for women today to find that inner confidence similar to how you did? <laughs> Um, if um, this one speaker said that just just if inside does not feel right, you have to do something about it. You just have to do something about it. Um, being authentic with yourself, um, stagnant, being stagnant is just not, you know, I'm okay there. But I find myself having the restless soul. And instead of finding my restlessness in negative things, whether it's drinking, I do like drinking, but, you know, instead to growing from, like getting into different things to kind of satisfy whatever that incites me constantly saying, change something. Um, and through that constant search and journey, I keep finding myself growing and coming on the other side. So um, in all honesty, I don't know what to tell them. I really, really don't. I just always was just not comfortable what was told to me. And I, even with my fears, I have made my mistakes looking back. God knows how I'm not somewhere in a ditch, but <laughs> um, it always worked out. Thank you so much for sure. your time. I Thank really you. appreciate it. Thank you. A special thanks to our guests, our team, our sponsors, and of course, the wonderful Audiographies team who produced this podcast for us. Please join our community at TEDx Centennial Park Women to help Atlanta be a city where women thrive.